Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thank you so much for joining another Addicted Fishing Podcast. It's been a little bit since we've been in this one because we've been live fishing, we've had events, we had elk camp. We just had a lot of things going on, so too we're many things. Too many things. What is too many? It's like too many things, like too much fun. Exactly. Yeah, it's never too. You can't be doing too many things. The fall's a hard. It's a hard time of year in a good way because you're like Jordan always talks about how it's like there's too many damn things to do and it's hard to pick. It's like hard to pick where to go, what to do. I don't know. Even to sleep. Cam now he's even added more because now he's got bass tournaments. So now he's got right. hunting, good fishing, bass tournaments. Then you got to try to figure out your family in there a little bit. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, that's what the evenings are for. Yeah, it gets yeah. darker earlier, so yeah. you're off the water and you're out of hunting. Yeah, earlier, that's true. You know? That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, you anyway, have to have an understanding wife. That's for sure. How's bass tournaments been going, Cam? I think that's a good way to kind of start this. If you all of you guys don't know, Cam's been getting really into bass fishing, smallmouth fishing. I've done a few tournaments with him, and I can see why he's so, you know, quote unquote, addicted to it because. It's, it is the competition aspect. Like when you get in there and you're like day one and you see the weights or di- even if you lose, like when I did the first one with Cam and we didn't win, I was like, now nah, I want to do like 10 more of those because I have to win. It's no, like, different. it's no different than when you pull up to the ramp after like a <clears> tough day of salmon fishing and you look over and then like your cohort or your, you know, colleague has got 10 salmon and you have one and you're just like. I want to know how. <laughs> how did you do that? <laughs> what did you do? Like, obviously, somebody's hitting the mark, and that's one thing about the the tournaments. Well, and like I said, it could be bass, it could be salmon, it could be steelhead. But the really only way you can't really like compete in the way you do with bass with yeah. salmon steel because no. well, they die. We don't have live wells. It doesn't work that yeah. way. Yeah. You know all that all that to go. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, we got big tournaments coming up this weekend. My first half of the year started off great. Took a bunch of qualifiers, took a bunch of like, you know, top fours, did really good. Last couple tournaments, not so great. Finished one out of the money at the national semifinal two weeks ago for TBF. And then uh, got a big fish tournament this weekend in Boardman because a lot of people think that, oh, it's bass is only summertime. The reality is, is like right now is like some of the best time of the year to go. So they stage a lot of the championships and end of the year kind of tournaments, like kind of this late October, early November uh, because the fish, just like you know, a lot of other species, they get they start getting cold and they go they, dormant a little bit. They, well, they know it's going to get colder and food supply is going to run out, so they put on the weight. And so a lot. Of, so we have a big fish tournament this week up in Boardman. But I know it's hard to. Th- you think a decent to- amount of fish die in the winter, like because they don't have enough food, like similar to like deer and elk would? I think there. So I read a study that talked about like the attrition rate on bass fishing and like to get eventually to get like a five pound smallie it's like one out of like it was like one out of like 800 or something like that for like to get to a one pound fish because you know they just get eaten by all the other crap that's Mm -hmm. out there all the walleye and baby salmon who knows what's all eating them Mm -hmm. but then when you get like from like the one pound of five it's still like another astronomical number it's like in the thousand it takes like a thousand more than a thousand smallies to produce something that can be in that like four or five pound range um, that's why because, you don't see very many of them. Well, no, I, well, the, that's also why you should not kill them, guys. No, you should kill every single one of them. <laughs> five pound smallmouth? No, not oh, the five pounders. Okay, no, what? Leave, some leave of the ones it. taste really good. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? No, 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 no. Some guys eat them. No, I don't. I people think like, oh, the bass guys. Oh, you can't kill them. You know, I'm like, no. Some of the big ones we should leave just to have like kind of a trophy stock because they can be long lived. They can live, you know, eight to twelve years. Like, 
And it always breaks my heart. I can't count how many times I've been at like a local lake or somewhere, and this dude's just got like a freaking seven pound largemouth on his Mm -hmm. head, running down the bank. I'm just like, dude, you have no (laughs) idea how old that fish is. Yeah, you know, it took it took a long time to get there. And there's and the thing about it is, it's like that's probably. I mean, maybe in the lake. You know, the guy that stumbles into the seven-pounder with an earthworm. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But, like, if you're going to talk Columbia River smallmouth, like, the fact that to get to that five-pounder, like, this this weekend's tournament, I bet I'll catch 80 fish. Like, it's just they are – there's that many of them out there. Mm-hmm. And I so, will like, say, you though, in the spring, dude, a lot of the big ones get mopped up in the spring. Oh, yeah, because they come shallow and the they're spawning. Them. Yeah. Which is sad, but whatever. You can't – it is what it is. I, I love how I'm not like, going to cry. We're all sat over a, a large mouth, and then you go out in the ocean and kill a 30 year old fish. <laughs> you're like, they kill 30 year old black rock. Yeah. And <laughs> the fish taco, baby. That sounds good, though. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. That is some truth That's to true, that. I, guess. I never even thought about those, but I guess there's just such an abundance. Do we of them, talk it's, about it's sturgeon? Well, that's I the abundance in the smallmouth same thing. Yeah. It's like there's oh, not big ones though. Not yeah. big ones. I was that's so surprised I mean. when we finally kind of committed a couple years ago to trying them, especially in the spring when they're coming off the coldest water of the year. That was some of. I mean, that's hands down. That's delicious fish. It's. I was. I mean, I'm a believer now. I'll, I'll eat them as much as I can in that small range. That's sure. why Josh they're and Ben good go eat. up there and clean them up. Oh, yeah. They, they go, I, I, yeah, they love sending me their little freaking cooler picks full. Like, I'm going to get mad about it. I'm like, good. Get them rats out of there. Like, we need a few more because that's the reality of the situation. There's only so much food. I mean, fortunately, Columbia's got ample supply of shad minnows, baby salmon. Yeah, they eat baby salmon. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Half the lures I have on my boat mimic a baby freaking salmon. No, they don't eat But those. the reality, yeah, no, they don't eat them. No, no, no. But the reality is, is there's plenty to eat if you really wanted to get into it. And I welcome all you guys to go do it. You, yep. you ain't catching the ones I am. No. <laughs> no. And like you said, there's just, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And there's an endless amount. Well, then you look at it too. How many bass anglers, like, and guys, I'll say the, the bass anglers that we talk about that will actually kill them. How many times do they go more than six times a year? They, they you know what I, that's mean. what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like, like a couple it, times they get out there a couple times. Usually nobody harvests them like we tend to salmon. That's for sure. No. Yeah, there's there's a there's a couple there's a couple spots where the, we call them the bucket brigade, and they um, they're <laughs> like not that. oh goodness I can't say they're not even oh. talk about what you're gonna say. I already know what you're gonna yeah, say. Yeah, there's there are different there are different people. I mean, I don't no, it doesn't matter. Whatever, and it, they can do it. And they, there are some very popular spots where those guys can just get numbers. But a lot of the tournament guys will stay away from there, knowing that um, a lot of the you know, f- you know, a fish surviving off that point or using like that water access to access some backwaters, you know, those situations, like, a lot of the tournament guys stay away from there because they know like the odds of a fish living there for 10 years is probably smaller. Mm-hmm. So we worked other areas, but, but there's a million rock piles on the Columbia river. That's a joke. Yeah. If there's a rock, maybe on a, a billion, I mean, maybe a, a billion in the Columbia yeah. river at some point in time, there's a small mouth on it Yeah, at some point in time. Like there's smallies on it. So for sure. Those are some of those little areas are fun though. If you want to catch a lot of fish. That's for sure. I like, think if more when people... When I took my sled into that one area, my big umqua, and I took it through that little tunnel, and, dude, we sm- I mean, we caught 70 fish in there. It was mm-hmm. crazy. If people realize how... It's probably a good thing, like, people don't realize, like, how fun it is, but the reality is, is, like, you can... It, it is fun. You can go catch 50 to 100 fish. Yep. They're good fish. They're hard fighting. They will, they will rip you up, and then, like... Then you add the tournament aspect into it, and then you go buy a Camus, and you're in. <laughs> that's that's exactly. how it works. That's exactly. how it works. But. What have you been doing, Jordan? Uh, we've been running all over filming. 
You know, we actually sneak just... Sneak peek some new videos Yeah, that are coming. there's some... Uh, we just got done doing a 48-hour challenge. We hiked in to a wilderness area and stayed in a little 100-year-old cabin. Um, it was a, it was a three-walled cabin. I don't know why they didn't just add another wall to it, honestly. It'd be a pretty... You just cabin. hang a tarp and make it a wall? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. I think that's what a lot of people do. Um, lots of foraging videos. Uh, you know, some of the addicted ones coming out. We're about to launch on a four-day trip down a wild and scenic river in southern Oregon. Um, and... See some pretty cool stuff. They've been having some record runs down there. So it'll be a really neat combination of adventure and hunting. And we have a deer tag for the trip, too. So it'll be a lot of Sweet. cool stuff. And we're staying at over 100-year-old lodges along the way. So a lot of, it'll be a lot of history in the video. It'll be a very cool like movie format style of um, video coming out. And another one coming out probably within the time you guys hear this. It'll probably um, be out. Yeah, is uh, we did a, a Central Oregon series, the trout series, where we chased five species in five days um, in some incredible country and got some really nice fish. I, I love these challenge videos, and I think everybody that watches the YouTube, challenge, or, um, YouTube channel loves the challenge videos too because it, it pushes all of us. When we go to these trips, you know, we have a really cool one planned coming up where we're going – to the Steelhead Alley on the East Coast. And when we challenge ourselves like that, rather than just going to the home water, I think it really resonates with For a lot sure. of the people watching. I think they really enjoy it. So we're happy yeah. to keep bringing it. It's been, it's been a ton of fun making them. We got a yeah. lot of good stuff coming. Well, it's nice because it's so, it makes it such more organic footage. And I'm not going to say I'm, anybody's really fake when they go make a video when they've been doing it a long time. But if you're not doing something new that's challenging you or, you know, causing you to show any emotion, it's, it's you know, hard to make something people want to watch yep you know it really is so when we get well to that's why you stuff. see so many youtubers put themselves in uncomfortable situations because that's yeah. what they know people want to watch mm -hmm. they and don't want to see it. you go and out and it. smash fish they want to see you go out and struggle like they struggle yep exactly it's just the reality of it but so. it's a fun time of year there's been more the foraging this year is insane you can't i mean you guys saw up colt told me you guys found some mushrooms yeah we ate some yeah mikey was freaking out i cooked them just how you taught me and he loved them they were under i found them with my first one the other day just a um, cauliflower mushroom and we ate it up there on the mountain over the fire so it was pretty killer but it's unbelievable the the amount of foraging and, and crabs and you know the, the crabbing right now is crazy the clamming's really good um it's just a if somebody who likes eating good harvested food, it's the, it's the time of year for it. So Josh actually goes up and harvests a ton of chanterelles, and then they dehydrate them and they save them. And I've eat been them pickling them. That's uh, the next episode coming out um, today. Actually, it's out today, so it'll be out when you guys listen to this. Um, I did that. I did a really cool recipe with some wild mushrooms. Oh, it might be tomorrow. Pickled chanterelle. Oh. I'll bring huh. it down. What about that? Like, that sounds like a really good way to like preserve. Because people always say it's a challenge to preserve them. They are. And when you dehydrate them, they're really hard to rehydrate. They really take a what? long time, unlike the morels do. The will, morels they break, like, will they break down over a, like, a long time? A lot of people will grind them up. Even oh, no, they they no. just pickle. So you can put yeah. them on the shelf a year later and it'll taste like a pickled mm. shit. Oh, I've been keeping be, them in the fridge, mm. but I've been going through them really quick too. Because they do <laughs> shrink up a little bit as they yeah. get a little salt cured in there. They shrink up about half the size, but the flavor, mm. I mean, you can, if you cook them, the pickling kind of vinegar kind of cooks out, but it, just putting them on stuff like in a breakfast sandwich or in a, I've been doing a lot of tuna fish with the albacore that we got this year, the pickled chanterelles in there with, you know, some stuff. It's just, I'm never doing it another way. It's pretty Pickled cool. chanterelles, so fresh good. albacore, or like, that's like, Gourmet tuna fish sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. 10,000 levels. Did you see my halibut that I made in my episode? Uh-uh. Alex said it was better than any any fish you'd ever cooked. Oh, shit. Sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> Alex looks he like just, he'd be a good he judge He just knows that. job security. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he'd be a good judge. <laughs> uh, no, it was really good. It's yeah. just a simple recipe like yeah, I normally do, but it was fire. 
It's fire. I need to start busting out the halibut. We need to just have a fish fry one of these days with all the friends. Mm-hmm. We should. I have been because that's what happens with me with halibut. I have hoard it. It's like it's like backstraps. I stop writing backstrap on my packages of meat because I save them. And then they'd be like the last thing I ate when you should eat them right away. You should eat them fresh. Mm-hmm. It's the best cut. Yeah. But it's the same with the halibut. I'm like, oh, well, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe when this person comes over. And then you end up saving it all way too long and uh, should get that stuff eaten with, you know, as soon as possible. Especially when you got spots to go. Like I've actually now. eaten a lot of mine. I'm proud. I'm yeah. proud of myself. Yeah. I need to bust into the white. I'm so quick to do rockfish, you know, because one, it thaws out a little bit quicker and throw it in the air fryer and I mean, make a little tartare. You know, a little tartar, <laughs> a little a holy. So well, sweet. Anything else you guys want to say? We got to kind of keep this one, this one uh, quick because we got a live feed to do. Yeah, but. if you guys are hearing this next week on the live feed, we got a very, very special guest. It should be very not controversial, but very eye opening and very interesting. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> so tune in next, next Wednesday, yep. six thirty p.m. Well, it's not going to be next Wednesday. It's going to be whatever the date is. Clint, what's the date next Wednesday? Uh, November 1st. November 1st. There you go. Mm -hmm. November November 1st, 6.30 p.m. on the YouTube. We're going to try something a little different. Push the, not the limits, but uh, (laughs) definitely going to be a very cool cool conversation. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, First for Addicted Fishing. It is. First time we've had this guest on. Yeah. Or guest like this individual. Yep. Just leave it at that. Let you guys wonder. Okay, guys. Also, no, no, we're not bringing the wild fish lobby in here to beat the shit out. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> hey, be one, more, one. Uh, one more quick announcement, guys. If you guys didn't see, our fall drop came out this last Sunday. Tons of limited edition items. Unfortunately, if you're just now listening to this podcast, a lot of the lures are already gone. But there is some epic stuff still on there. Some really cool new apparel that we designed. Some peel the real stuff that you guys have been asking for for a while now. So check it out. Addicted.fishing. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We'll see you on the next one, and we'll see you on the river.